So, okay, another one, another thing that comes up a lot. Thanks for all these questions, by the way, everybody that contributed from what, Twitter, from our Discord. Twitter, from our Discord, conversations with some of my comrades and DSA. Um, What is left communist beef with national liberation struggles and the right of all people to self-determination? Do they want people to remain colonized? (laughs) I would be way out over my skis right now if I pretended to to like be able to articulate the argument, the left com argument against national liberation. But I know because like, like I said before, left communism without like something it's in reference to just to me seems sort of just like communism, right? Like in a sense, now we're all just orthodox Marxists. We're just trying to all figure out, you know, where we stand in that revolutionary tradition trying to bring it forward. And I know that like my critique of historical national liberation and certainly the way that it's been um, posited and, and, and done over the last several decades is that it was always the, the way that Marxism was tied with these national liberation struggles was always about creating socialism, you know, by beating back imperialism and colonialism. It seems like the beating back imperialism and colonialism part worked. However, if you look at you know, Vietnam, or you look at China, or you look at Angola, you look at places in in Africa, or or East Asia, or South America, communism hasn't been created, right? So it seems as though these, these ideas have grafted themselves onto what ultimately was a project of replacing a Uh, a foreign ruling class, a foreign capitalist class and a foreign political structure of the, of the empire, replacing that with an indigenous ruling class, right? With indigenous capitalists. So national liberation struggle to the extent that it's been uh, the, the seeds of it or the fruit of it rather has been that you simply have your own national bourgeoisie that's exploiting you as opposed to like international capital doesn't seem very much, moving the communist project forward. Yeah. I think they also, I mean, I've spoken to some left communists about this, like Ross and others. They see imperialism as an outgrowth of capitalism. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to fight it in particular instances as a symptom of capitalism when you could, you should be fighting to abolish capitalism internationally. Yeah, totally. And, and look at the, like, like people were pointing out in the early 20th century, look at the mess you get into when you have movements that are based or like or around the nation, right? That, that are like not strictly internationalist, that aren't like coordinating from sector to sector. You get chauvinism. Right, you get national chauvinism, and as we've seen, that's been like the death knell, really, from like 1914 moving forward. Like not breaking down the distinction between the working class and the nations, and being truly internationalist is like really fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, okay, here's another question: Why did left comms, or do left comms, I should say, characterize the USSR as a capitalist state? Can lower stage communism have a little value form as a treat? <laughs> as a treat. Uh, again, I'd be Or getting, lower stage socialism, I should say. I can only speak for myself, but um, it all really comes down to the law of value. Does the law of value still operate? And um, I think it's pretty clear that no matter what the enterprise was, whether it was a private enterprise or a state-run enterprise, as in the Soviet Union, if you still have markets, you still have a labor market, you still have money and all that, you're still, 
it might be different leaders and different directors of those enterprises, but you still have this sort of inhuman force of value working underneath in order to accumulate that capital, right? So it's, it's, not, it's not simply communism or socialism isn't simply about replacing the capitalist corporation with the state. Right? Mm-hmm. You can do that, but still have value operating in the economy as a separate sphere, right? Because remember, going back to all this shit, we want to abolish the economy as a separate sphere. That's what the workers' councils did. Dare I say, destroy it? Destroy it along with the value form. But if you still have these separate spheres of life and you still have essentially classes, can you really say that you've abolished capitalism? Or you could say that we're on our way to doing it, that it's going to be in some far horizon. We're going to be able to like do it in 10, 20, 30, 40 years. But if it never happens and you have capitalist restoration, private property restoration anyways, were you even on your way there? 